Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. Welcome, Combo. Combo Breaker. Yeah, this is the Combo Breaker. This is the Combo Breaker. I love it. I love you. Well, then you should go first. Oh, shit. Well, you know what that means. Pig. Pig. We pig. both watched this movie. We did. It's time to pig. Yeah, pig I even out. drew a little pig on here, yeah. and I highlighted him. I, You did. He's a pig. He is a highlight pig. Um, 2021, I watched this on the 20th of February, 2022. It's an hour 32 drama mystery thriller directed by Michael Samoski, mm. I'm guessing. Starring Nicolas Cage, Alex Wolf, and Adam Arkin. Yeah, absolutely. All I had to hear was Nicolas Cage is in a movie with a pig, and I was like, well, I don't really care for Nicolas Cage, but that sounds great. I was excited because I had heard stirrings about how good this was, and then I saw Alex Wolf was in it. I was like, oh, fuck, the kid from Hereditary. I am 100% in for this. Yes, he's pretty good in this. He is good. This is a movie I watched as the last movie of 2021. I watched a 12-29-21. That's pretty great. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry I stole it from you. You beat me to it somehow several months in the future. (laughs) Your time crimes here. Time crimes. Which is another phenomenal movie if you've ever oh, seen man. it. man. I'll have to for this. So good. Unless you're going to do it. I have it down over there if you want to borrow it. You can Maybe. borrow time crimes. That so way, if I borrow it, I won't steal it from you. Right. <laughs> I don't know if Sam will watch it because it's in Spanish. Adios mio. Yeah. It's very good, though. Time crimes. Time crimes. IMDb movie summary. A truffle hunter who lives alone in the Oregon wilderness, must return to his past in Portland in search of his beloved foraging pig after she is kidnapped. Yeah, the same one that I have. Yep. 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 This movie is wild. Yes. I love how Nicolas Cage is just dirty out in the wilderness, and he is gross, mm-hmm. and he stays gross the entire movie. Uh, there's... And I'll spoil a little bit here. It's not really like a spoil. You can't really spoil this movie per se because it's such a character piece. You could only only the ending could spoil. Yeah, so but do the scene where he goes into the underground, yeah. and just elects to have somebody punch him in the face a bunch. I thought he was going to be like a badass. Like that was going to be this. Like I was like, oh right. okay. Like Cage is a pretty big dude. He's over six sure. feet tall. And it's just like all right. He's going to be like the secret badass. And he's like, no this. Just, yeah. like, literally got punched in the face a ton of times. This movie's designed to make you not understand what it is until it's revealed, and yeah. you're, like, confused the whole time. Oh, yeah. It makes you think it's, like, some sort of weird drug thing, I think, first. It's really... It's does not a really effective job of making you realize at a point, stop thinking about the movie and feel the movie. Right. That's what it's all about. It's about the feels. Like, once you start to kind of realize the movie's about feeling and the way he feels as a character, Correct. it all lines up for you really nicely. Right, because he loves the pig. It's all about, it's his pet. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, somebody took my pig. I need my pig. It's kind of his last... It's, like, scarily enough, like, the last, like, shred of humanity he has left. Like, he's kind of cut off and left everything else, and he just wants to exist. And that's really all he wants to do. Like, there's the little tie together of his former life with the truffle hunting, but that's really, like, you know, it's his source of income, and he has the pig with him. And that's, he just, like, enjoys the pig's company. Yeah. And that's it. That's, you know, like, he's given up on humanity, and he has turned to a pig as his outlet for companionship. It's just, like, how much of a statement is that? Pig's Company is my favorite sitcom. Yeah, Pig's Company. Pig's Company, too. Mm-hmm. Oink, oink, oink. Oink, 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 oink. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a weird but good Nicolas Cage movie. Uh, Nick Cage is just so dirty and gross the whole movie. Oh, yeah. The pig farmer's truffle pig is stolen. He wants it back. Sure does. 
yeah, it's just so weird because it makes you think it's something weird, like a drug movie or something diabolical, and mm-hmm. it's not actually. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. There's so many moving parts to this. It's just wild and fun. What really like, impressed me about this is even in scenes where everything's understated in this movie. Like right. we just talked about, you got to kind of feel this movie and not think this movie. Right. Even when you're watching the movie, things that are not being said or like the way they're choosing to not engage in particular parts say more than what they're doing. Like just the absence of things. It's like, oh, that's really important. Like, holy crap. Like this movie is like a masterclass in subtext. It's It's, really good. It's really good. Yeah. My final bullet point was taken if it was a drama and about a pig. I thought that was going to be like this weird (laughs) John Wick that was just like, you stole my pig. I'm going to murder everybody. Yeah. And I was just like. Everybody seems to be going nuts about this movie. And I was like, this is what I expect. It was not what I got. And I'm so much happier that it is not what we got. Yeah, no. It is a strange, slow, deliberate movie. Yes. And he's not like, he's not scary. No. He's not insane. Like, he's just a dude. He's he's a learned guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a smart guy. He has a history. He has a past that, you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason he's where he's at. Yeah. He's... And he just, he knows his shit and he knows what's going on. And he just wants the, he, and the scary thing is he knows so much and he just doesn't want to be like, he's just, I'm absolving myself of all of this. Give my fucking pig so I can go home. Right. Which is wild. It's just such a good show. Don't tell movie. This movie will tell you nothing. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to infer a lot and you're really going to have to let the movie kind of wash over you a bit. It's that kind of movie. I am going to guess I scored this lower than you. (laughs) (laughs) IMDb gave it a Mm 7.0. Rotten Tomato Critics, 252 critics, 97%. Yeah. Wild. Yep. That's this is the kind of movie you would expect a high critical score. Yes. For sure. Yes, for sure. 250 plus audience members, 84%. Yeah. I ended up giving it a six and a half. I did come in higher than you. And my wife gave it a five and a half. Okay. I was shocked. I liked a Nicolas Cage movie more than her. She loves Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. I think the only issue I have with the movie is the pace. Yeah. And I think if they cleaned up the pace slightly, this would get a higher score from me. There are definitely some like, we need to show you where Nicolas Cage was. We need to show you things he knows. And it's like, all right, like you don't have to go that crazy. Like, you don't have to sit there and ruminate on it quite so long. I agree. I think there's probably, this movie was uh, an one hour and 32. Hour 32, but it felt like a drug a little. And I... Yep, and I think it's the ruminating on like the like we don't need like like you said you're seeing him kind of removed from everything and they spent a lot of time on that. Yeah. And they spent a lot of time on him getting from like his house to the local diner or right. his whatever you want to call it, like ramshackle hut or whatever to the local diner, like the the first place it's civilization to him. And it's it's like like you know what I mean like dude, I think cutting 12 minutes would have got me there. Yeah. And it would have become like a 7 or a 7 and a half. Yeah, that's fair. Me. Yep. I really think it's that simple. Just 12 minutes off of this would have done it. That's fair. What, what number did you give it? I give it an 8.5 out of 10. Yeah, it's a good movie for sure. I think uh, if, I think a lot of people are going to enjoy I don't. I don't think you're going to be sad. I just, like, I loved the movie. I didn't have a bad time, but I think you're either going to feel kind of where I am or more towards where Max is. Absolutely. And I think that's a good place to be between Absolutely. a 6.5 and an 8. I mean, we both enjoyed it. Yeah. It just depends on what, you know what I mean, what you're going to get out of it and you know, that kind of thing. I don't like Nicolas Cage at all, really. Me either. So there's a couple movies, Adaptation, mm-hmm. uh, Raising Arizona, like yeah. a few performances where it's like, oh, fuck, he's good in that movie for real, for real. I have a soft spot for Face Off. It's silly. He's good. He's so good <laughs> at being over the top in that movie, though. And I also like Con Air. 
Oh, yeah. Put yeah. the bunny yeah. back in the box. I got you a bunny. 1988. Yes. Scrooged. Oh. Without the McDuck. There it is. Watch this on 12-22-21. It is one hour and 41 minutes. It is a romance holiday film directed by Richard Donner. There he is. Starring the Bill Murray, Karen Allen, and one of our favorites, Bobcat Goldthwait. Ah. Yeah. Uh, the movie... Summary, a selfish, cynical TV executive is haunted by three spirits bearing lessons on Christmas Eve. Yep. Yep, that's the movie. It is literally a retelling of A Christmas Carol, which just modernized for the 80s. But that's good. Absolutely. The tone is so good with this movie. Murray is so good at being hyper unlikable and then being like confused and not knowing what to do and lost in the middle of the movie like he's having this attack of conscious and he just is like it's made him just like he's just i don't what like how do i what do i like you know i've been a like you know he thinks he's like reasonable human it's like this kind of catching up to him he actually does a really good job of acting confused and then finally you know hurt and realizing all the things he's done and all the damage he's inflicted by being such a terrible person and then finally being a true good human being and wanting to embrace that and you watch him go through all those steps like donna really brings that out of murray and it's impressive the story's well told obviously like this is a very old story it's yeah. well it's well paced it's well nuanced everything's good everything you need in there for a holiday movie checks the boxes obviously you're following a christmas carol model it works and i like i said murray really sells it yeah i think they could have easily phoned this in and i don't feel that they did so no the effects are really cool and interesting they're definitely out there at times like carol king is really interesting and bizarre in this movie it's a lot of fun overall i had a i had a good time watching it. i watched it in years and years and sam hadn't seen it before she but she heard about it a bunch so we were like let's check it out and it's definitely held up well for me i was impressed i am DB gives it a 7.0 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 49 critics gave it the second best possible score, 69. Nice. And the audience of 50,000 plus Ebenezers gave it 71%. Yep. And I'm coming in right in there with everybody, 7 out of 10. That feels right to me. Good movie. Yeah, I haven't watched that in a long time, but that feels right. Yep, good movie. For sure. Okay, this movie's hard for me. Okay. 2004, The Machinist. Mm. Have you seen this one? Mm -hmm. Okay. Very I, skinny Christian Bale. It's so gross how skinny he got for this movie. Yep. The 21st of February, 2022. It's an hour 41. It's going to feel agonizingly longer than that. Yes. It is a drama thriller directed by Brad Anderson. The least of the Andersons? I don't remember how we stand on this. Oh, no. It's definitely Paul W.S. Anderson. Okay. The worst of the Andersons, for sure. Which one do we like, Wes? We love the Wes Anderson. Uh -huh. I mean, some people do. He's the offbeat comedy, but Paul Thomas, that's our... That's our guy? That's our boy. Boogie Nights and such. Got it. Paul F. Tompkins. Got it. Paul F. Tompkins. Also great. <laughs> also very good. I just want to watch Mr. Show. Um, I don't blame you. Starring Christian Bale, Jennifer Jason Leigh, and Michael Ironside. Mmm, one of my favorites. Yeah, he's great. Um, he did not lose a lot of weight for this movie. No, no, he probably put on a little. Probably. That's okay, though. Yeah, he's great. He did end up losing some of it, right? He can do what he I wants. Owe. Yeah. IMDb movie summary. An industrial worker who hasn't slept in a year begins to doubt his own sanity. Mm -hmm. I felt so uneasy watching this movie. You really put yourself through it with these two. I know. This one... <laughs> This gave me anxiety. Yeah. This truly gave me anxiety like no movie has ever given before. The movie is definitely effective in that way, for sure. And it's like, it's very, like he's it, it, he's having almost like dissociative episodes. Yep. And it is 
rough to watch and like you're just like just just fucking go to sleep just yeah. fucking get it together guy because like people are in danger he ends up causing an accident yep at work and a guy actually loses his arm mm-hmm. which is michael ironside why i made the weight loss joke that's right and um it's a very interesting movie and the reveals of uh, uh, at the end of when they kind of clean it up for you they're like well here's what was real and here's what he kind of imagined and right because He's not of his right mind because he's so sleep deprived. I'm sure he nods off here and there, but he is a strange, strange man. Oh, yeah. He wants to weigh fucking nothing. He's like throwing up. And I I mean, what was uh, he was down to like 120 pounds or something? He's skin and bones. Yeah, if you just look up the machinist or Christian Bale machinist and you look at the images, those are legit. It's not like makeup or prosthetics. Why would he do that? CG. And then the next year he bulked up for Dark Knight. Yeah. Bulked up. Bulked up. Insane. Yeah. That's so unhealthy. It's not good at all. It's not good. It explains so much, Christian Bale. Yep. He's going to have meltdowns on the set of Terminator Salvation. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Of course you would. (laughs) That's right. I think this movie's kind of good, but man, it's so rough. Like, you have to be in a certain headspace to watch this. I was not in the right headspace. (laughs) And my wife watched it with me, and I just was like, Oh my god, this is I was like, is how much is left of this fucking thing? Oh no. Yeah. An hour ten? <laughs> Holy shit. Like it was like that. Uh-huh. And she's like, I can't believe this is giving you so much anxiety. And I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. I legit don't like this. Yeah. I hate how skinny Christian Bale was. <laughs> it's uh, effective, if nothing else, right? It yes. hit on the it wanted you to feel a certain way and it forced it you totally and drug did. you and it totally did. Yeah. I was I wanted to be in. And I just couldn't. Yeah. That was so hard. So I I guess just huge warning on this movie. Like, it's rough. It is. It is totally rough. So just be aware. Yep. And I like it, though. Like, I like what they went for. Everything they did made sense. The ending makes everything feel good. Mm -hmm. But I'm still so wound up and, like, pissed at myself for picking this fucking movie. Yeah. (laughs) So It's a slog. It's a slog. It's a special kind of movie. Yep. And you're right. It was a little rough after pick. Yeah. (laughs) So IMDb... Uh, score we got 7.7 look i don't even know how to do this anymore (laughs) 7.7 rotten tomato critics 143 critics 77 percent. that's identical that is the audience a hundred thousand plus uh-huh 83 percent my wife gave this a 5.0 wow i gave it a 6.0 okay she goes how the hell did you score this higher than me and i said because i know it's good it's just (laughs) painful for me it's effective right doesn't have to be good per se it's those movies that are like a requiem for a dream is one that's hard on me to watch that it's like oh that's really yeah you need like recovery time from a movie like that absolutely absolute mental beat downs but that means they did they did what they set out to do it's just like why the hell did you set out to do this that's the question yeah absolutely yeah you did this so well please never do it again yeah why you do this why you do this sucker (laughs) oh boy 2018 yeah my hero academia two heroes whoa yes it's an anime yeah yep nice watch this on 12 27 21 post christmas oh you got through got through one man one hour 36 minutes american it is action anime how many japanese uh i'm not sure how that works fair Time is an Esquilax. Directed by Kenji Nagasaki. This is the English voice cast, because that's what we watched. I'm going to give you now. Justin Briner, Christopher Sabat, and Erica Mendez. 
The movie summary, Deku visits iExpo, the world's largest hero item or exhibition. But a sinister plan is set into motion when villains hack the security system. Oh, no. So talking about this, and you nailed it, it is an anime movie. Yep. So I am not a big fan of anime movies because they are basically not allowed to tie into the main series. Right. If it's a standalone movie, it's one thing. But once it's a series, you can't do anything there you know that your main characters are in no way in danger so the stakes have never been lower sure when it comes to an anime movie this was a fun watch it hit on all the things i like about my hero academia i liked the set pieces i liked the concept the villains were good i love the cut this is the first time you get to see deku and all might fight together which is really cool hence the two heroes uh which is really exciting because the whole time they're in like a mentor and training relationship which so getting to see them like both rise to the occasion is something you probably won't really see again in the anime not to i won't spoil the anime here on this talking about an offshoot Sure. Movie. It was well done. The music was good. It was fun. It was, you know, funny. It did all the characters you like are in there. You get your My Hero. You get your Academia. What else could you ask for? <laughs> ties the room together. That's right. It really ties the room together. <laughs> but it's just, I can't get over with these anime movies that's just like, I know nothing scary is going to happen. Like, as right. dangerous and deadly as things get, it's just like, well... These people aren't going to die because they're in the anime. Right. Some third tier side character could bite it, but that's about it. That's it. Yeah. Somebody we introduce in the movie could be in danger. Sure. That's it. Yeah. IMDb gives this a 7.5 out of 10. Wow. Rotten Tomatoes critics, seven critics. Ooh. Totally unbiased critics, I tell you. 100%. Wow. The audience, 1,000 plus fans who are of the Hero Academia persuasion, 88%. I gave it a six and a half out of 10. Okay. It was enjoyable. I had fun watching it. It's just like you said, I know you're big, your big yeah. cinema sin is pace. Yeah. One of my big cinema sins is steaks. And sure. the steaks have, like I said, never been more undercooked. A steak tartare on this one, just by the nature of it being an anime film. It was fun. If you dig this and I dug the series and I'm still digging the series, once the new season comes out, I will be all over it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's two more of these movies that have yet to watch it's just fun watching these characters and watching like the the world they've built with these superheroes and their quirks and things yeah it's very cool it's very Encanto they all have a special power nice so it's a lot of fun but do they sing uh no no singing dang missed opportunity it is 